0: The seven responses to anxiety. Which one do you have? Very often stress and anxiety has negative effects. Over time these effects will frequently expand to other areas of your life. These areas are social, family and friends, work or business, mental health and available energy, physical fitness and energy, parenting, teaching, mentoring and guiding, spiritual and religious connection finances and emotional well-being and relaxation and hobbies this expansion effect can potentially affect you and may lead you to a decrease in performance and decreases in not only how safe you feel but your ability to cope with feeling unsafe this will lead you to one or another response to anxiety the seven responses to anxiety There are seven different possible responses to anxiety. Those are fight, flight, freeze, submit, posture, choking and the death grip. Number one The response The Fight Response In the fight response your reaction to a situation is to fight. You defend yourself and or fight with whatever the danger is. Fighting here is not only physical fighting but also standing your ground and confronting things to people verbally or defending your beliefs. Number two, flight response. In the flight response, you escape from the situation. This means running away from a burning building or running away from any danger. 80% of all people are biologically pre-programmed to run away from a confrontation. Number three, freeze response. In the freeze response, you're temporarily paralyzed and you're unable to move or do anything. This may also feel like you're watching whatever is happening like it's happening to somebody else. In the submit or surrender response, which is number four, You surrender in the hope that whatever the danger is will stop or go away or the anxiety or panic or attack will just pass. Number 5. The Pretend or Posture Response. In the pretend or posture response you pretend something and this could be for example in a fight where you pretend that you will fight someone or even pretending that everything is okay when it's not. Number 6. The choking response. In the choking response, you feel that you're not able to swallow or breathe like someone's actually choking you. And once there's nowhere left, you may also start to vomit. Number seven, the death grip response. Finally, in the death grip response, you hold very hard onto someone or something. For instance, a doorknob or a railing or someone's arm or jacket you may also hold on to yourself or hug someone else tightly. And so to overcome these responses you simply need to know more about how to cope with impact and change long term and shorter term. And you also need to know how to overcome sudden panic or anxiety attacks and reverse the cycle of panic and anxiety. Other powers and effects of triggers are Tolerance, which is that it takes less time and stress to get a response. And then over time, whatever is triggering us starts to become a normal and accepted part of our lives. Delusion of self, which is denial and then repression, and then rationalizing or coming to the stage of conscious lying. Rationalizing and lying consciously really do a job on your trust, your self esteem and your self-respect and so with your best intentions you feel even more hopeless useless and worthless and disconnected from the people who mean the most to you. Our greatest damage to ourselves comes from our failures at comfort and connecting with other people and failure to deal with deep impacts and changes in our lives properly. And it really hurts when we try our best and cannot perform. Withdrawal and denial of parts of ourselves that we don't want to see is one of the last effects, which is where we become restless, irritable, and disconnected, and messed up around our connections and our comfort, and so our certainty just takes a dive off a cliff and we start to withdraw from others and withdraw from society itself. Unless we can find a way to actually, again, experience that sense of ease around connecting with people and connecting with those that make, mean the most of us, then we're not actually going to recover. And two of, the biggest, biggest, two of the biggest barriers to this are guilt and shame. And if we can't undo a discomfort, disconnection, guilt, shame, and anxiety... Withdrawing from our relationships around us and even sedating ourselves becomes the consequence so that we can either connect with others, so actually taking enough drugs and alcohol that connection becomes easy without dealing with the things that we don't want to deal with. And the other res- consequence is disconnecting from reality. And so withdrawing from other people and then taking drugs to connect becomes our reality.